Checking it out today. The reason to treat your friends the same way you treat your man. Ooh, your man. Yeah. And the four ingredients that you need to cure all your ish. I want to cure my ish. You have a lot and we can <laughs> cure it. And are you into floor meat? <laughs> yes. Floor meat? Yes, you heard it correctly. Floor meat. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Are you into floor meat? Floor meat? Yes, correct. Yeah, floor meat. <laughs> there's this picture that's going viral. This person was at a grocery store. And you know how there's people who do the stocking, right? Of, pro- of the shelves. Let's finish the sentence. Of products, right? <laughs> you know, shelves, products, whatever. And uh, this person who was the stalker uh, was rearranging all the meats in the meat section, you know, the packaged meats. Like like raw, like yes. raw meat? Okay. Yes, all Not the like raw deli meats. meat. All the raw meats. Not that that should make a difference, maybe, I don't know. And this person, this person was caught taking all the meats from the refrigeration section and putting them on the floor and then restocking from their giant round thing and then retaking the stuff from the floor and putting it on top. And this was caught and <laughs> people are like, okay, Nobody wants to buy floor meat. Nobody wants floor meat. Ew. Very disgusting. Would you be fine with buying floor meat? God, you know, I probably would. Ew. <laughs> How long was it on the floor? I don't know. Just whatever. It doesn't matter. Does it matter? Yes, it matters. Because like when you buy meat from the store... You go, you pay for it, you drive home. Yes. Depending on how long you drive home, like how, how you know, some people have okay. like a 40-minute drive home. I don't have a refrigerated trunk in my CX-9 from a Signature Mazda. Well, maybe that, we could work on that. Maybe we could ask them <laughs> to start incorporating a little fridge you know in the back mean? section for your refrigerated items. It's out of the fridge for a bit anyway. And like okay. when you're cooking, lots of the time recipes are like get the meat to room temperature and then cook. Okay, I'm going so to give be you out. some information here. I'm pretty sure that that, it, that would happen anyways because you know what usually happens is when they're bringing in new meat, they're putting the older meat up top or whatever. Yeah. So they normally would just transfer it to another barrel for a that, few minutes. That round wheelie thing. Yes, for a few minutes. Yeah, okay. Then they, so the point is, these trans, we know these moments happen. Yeah. But isn't it against protocol to put food on the floor? I think, I think mm. grocery stores do have protocol. I don't even think products are supposed to go on the floor. That's why they're always like pushing around these giant... What are they called? Like those whatever cart cart. Crate. They're not even carts. Whatever they are, like you know those giant things to move flat. Even cereal boxes. I don't think I don't ever see anything on the floor. So are you more concerned with the floor meat about the germs on the floor or the meat being out of the cool thing? Well, we have to let that go because I think that does happen. Okay. In transport. I don't even want to. Okay, think about so it's that not the temperature of the it's meat floor. dropping. It's the dirty floor. It's the floor. It. This is. A grocery store. How many people are right. walking that floor? Mm-hmm. How a many lot. things have happened on that floor? Oh, dude, so many spills. Right? How many dirty mops are apparently cleaning that floor? Because yeah. yeah. we all know. Okay? How many and, sneezes, Nira? Yeah, exactly. How many coughs? Would you, wouldn't you be upset knowing that something was on the floor and then it went back on top of all the other food? Like it's The, the whole concept is mind-blowing. I could not buy right. it. I could not buy it. I'm surprised you can buy anything. Me? I know. 
Like, I'll be honest, because, like, what's the difference of a guy handling meat, putting it on the floor, picking it up and putting it back in? How do you know where his hands have been? Don't I know? His hands could be the, the dirtiest. They, the, his hands could be dirtier than the floor. That's why I still sanitize all my groceries when I get home. That's like what, them. This one thing I have not let go since mm-hmm. the pandemic. When mm-hmm. I come home, everything gets wiped. Like, my box has become a little damp now just from wiping right. everything down. What about your fruit, your poor fruit? Well, the fruit, uh, you wash, go. but usually because you know how you have a little produce bag. I No, twi- but yeah. What, what do you mean? I'll just put it all in the same bag. <laughs> then what? And then you can be like, how often do you wash your bags? What do you mean, though? Like, do you not ever use the produce bag? No, I don't know what that is. Is it like a mesh thing? No, just like the little bags they have in the... Oh, like store. plastic bags. Yeah, the little no, I try pro- not to. I know, but I in that situation for the fruit, I have to. Oh, interesting. Because then it goes in my... Then I, the bag oh. goes in my fridge. Oh, let me judge you now. <laughs> let me judge you. About the bag? Yeah. Okay, I try You're it. like the floor meat guy. I am. Cool. Same level. So Same not. level. So done. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. We have a common goal. For 2023, it is time to say bye. This is according to astrologers for 2023. All signs. We have an all sign thing in common. We have a common goal for 2023. All signs. All signs. It is time for us to say goodbye to one of our phobias. Okay. They say we need to stop. Wasting energy. Stop wasting time. Life is short. Why are you so scared of spiders? Let's figure that out and get over it. One of your phobias. Just one. Get rid of all your phobias. Well, when I think of the word phobia, mm-hmm. I think of an extreme, extreme fear to be able to give it the word phobia. Like people yeah. now are like, they joke around about the word phobia, which bothers me. I have a phobia yeah. to carbs. And I'm like, okay, seriously? Like, you need, you know what I mean? Yeah. The word just gets thrown around. But isn't like a true phobia something yeah. that you're extremely fearful of? Like, extremely fearful. Like, like can give you panic attacks. Yes. Heart yes. palpitations, panic yes. attacks. I'm trying to think of what I'm that scared of besides like heights. That's number one in the whole world. Yeah. Heights, spiders, and going to the dentist. Okay. Poor dentists. We mean, Mm. It's not that know. scary. No, no, no. I don't find the dentist scary. I, I quite enjoy dentists. I love going to the dentist. Yeah, you mean you want your I'm mouth weird. clean. You want your teeth love clean. Love it. I think it's wonderful. Love the free toothbrush. Okay. By the way, they're all bamboo now. All the new toothbrushes at my dentist are bamboo. Shout out. Really? Yeah. I need to use the extra sensitive ones because I overbrush, apparently. We know you're sensitive. I have. Maybe we could say goodbye <laughs> to that. <laughs> goodbye <laughs> to brushing too hard. I do have, yeah, like I do have a fear of losing teeth. Oh, you do? Well, yeah, because um, when I was really young, uh, we used to travel to India a lot, mm-hmm. and dental hygiene wasn't as huge there at that time, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it was, and I remember like when my grandparents came to Canada, one of the main things my parents did for them right away was get their teeth fixed. Like it was oh. like fixing their teeth, getting them dentures, like you know all that kind of stuff. So I remember from a very young age, I was like, I'm always going to take care of my teeth. I always want to take. So now, wow. my, am I my dentist? all the dentists I've ever had because I'm from Nanaimo moving this, that. They're like, you know you overbrush. Like, you are overbrushing to the point where you're like, your gums are depleting. Oh, yeah. So I have to chill out on how I'm brushing because I'm like, yeah, but I have a fear that I might lose a right. tooth. Right. There you go. That's my fear. So stop brushing. <laughs> There's your goal for the year. Holly and Mira. You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Virgin. Concern for a coworker. I have a warning. I have a massive warning. Holly, I think 
You need to watch out. Your number three may be coming. Warning. Warning. Okay. Warning. That doesn't sound good. Okay. For those of you who may be new to the show, welcome. Thanks for listening. We love Thank having you. you. Uh, I don't know if you may know this, but uh, Holly has already had two pink slips at work. Two write-ups. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, weren't they pink, though? No, I've had a pink slip. That's when I got fired. That was not from here. Oh, the write-ups time. weren't pink, too? I uh, thought they were yeah, pale they pink. Yeah, they were. Actually, the copy was pink, yes. Yes, you told me they were pink, and yeah, it was were. really scary, because you're like, am I getting fired? And then yes. it was like, it was a pale pink before the true pink. Yeah, I had to sign something. Right? Two times. Twice. You've had to sign papers because you've been written up for incidents that have happened. One, I clapped back at a boss, I'll say. Yeah. And that didn't go well. No. I was put quickly in my place yeah. and wow yeah deserved it was being a jerk complete a-hole to him yeah and anyway got written up for that second time i thought it'd be hilarious to hire a stripper uh-huh um to show up during a huge general meeting <laughs> for a friend's birthday for a friend's birthday and then, birthday that didn't turn out well uh they ended up picking up one of our bosses and um slamming them against the wall and yeah. there was some grinding anyway it's <laughs> It didn't go. I thought it was funny, but no, not no. everybody. Especially when not everybody did. The suits were here from uh, Toronto. Yeah, from <laughs> National. And anyways, you've been written up two times, and I've always been concerned for you because you're you're my team. <laughs> I'm your only. I'm the only <laughs> one left, honey. It's just me. Okay. Uh, anyways, there's something that happened during the pandemic. Nobody was here at work except for us, okay? For two years. Okay. And there was something you started doing, and I'm scared for you. And I would always say, you know, be careful. What were you doing? I was stealing things from the sales pit. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? So many good things, dude. I got you a space heater. I got you a heat Stop bag. saying me. I didn't ask you to give me any of these I things. gave you many of these presents. Okay. I got you one of those magic bag heat up things for the microwave because you're like, I'm freezing. I never took that, by the way. Okay, I it's in my drawer. Okay, I didn't I take those I got it for things. you. Okay. Many pens, highlighters. You, okay. oh, we have the best pens now. Okay, so that and happened. And multiple but, umbrellas. Okay, but then, <laughs> but then something else happened. You know, the restrictions got lifted and people are allowed to come back into the building. But yeah. even though they're allowed, a lot of people, don't, a lot of people don't come back to the building. Because they don't have to. They don't have like, to. Like, I can work at home, sweet. So the other day, a Holly forgot an umbrella and it was raining. And this is what she said. I'll just go and get one. And I was like, what do you mean? I'll go and steal one. <laughs> Stop. Sales. Bad boys, bad boys. I don't know how these salespeople have the best umbrellas. Dude, it's a different time now. They're all from like hotels around here. They're like really nice umbrellas. Okay. Wood handles. It's a different time than when nobody was coming to the building for two years. Right. You're going to get caught and you're going to get written up. And they've already told you if you get written up three times, yep. that's it. You're done. Apparently, after your third time you get written up, you get to, like, go and try to, like, plead your case in front of, like, a panel of, like, bosses. You get to, like, represent yourself, and they're like, wow. okay, let's hear it. What, why should we keep you? And it's their dream to get rid of you with cause. Is it? Then they don't have to give you severance. Oh, because they don't have to pay me. No, because you... you they're like, you're out. Yeah, because it was with cause over an umbrella. But I've worked here for 19 years. They don't care. I'm trying to be your friend. Please don't steal the umbrella, please. It's a good one. It's really good. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. The four ingredients that you need to cure all your ish. All your ish, we go bye-bye. Magical. I am down. I would love to get rid of ish. Okay. 
It's a, it's, it's a soup. What? It's a soup that you have to make. No. And there's four ingredients in it. Yes, and it's Italian. What? This is huge on TikTok right now, Nira. They're calling it the feel-good soup. Bye-bye-ish soup. Bye-bye-ish soup. Yes, it's also known as Italian penicillin. Oh, I've heard of this before. Have you? Yeah. um, Okay. Solly's right over there. Bagels? On West 2nd. They they have something called the Italian the, penicillin, the, the Jewish penicillin. Oh, they have the Jewish penicillin. Yes. Okay. Yes. I bet you it's maybe similar. Similar. There's four ingredients. People swear by it. They're like, whatever your problems are, physical, mental. You make this soup, you'll be feeling great. Okay. 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 Here's what you do. It's here's the four ingredients: butter. Love butter. Same. Parmesan. Love parmesan. Parmigiano. Love as they call it. it. Love it. Chicken or vegetable stock and star-shaped pasta. That's it. Star-shaped pasta. Yeah, that's the key, apparently. Where's, where's the star-shaped little pasta? Little stars, little stars. I don't know. Where is this? I've seen them in, like, they have like little baby. You know, like a baby pasta you can buy? Yeah. Bambino <laughs> pasta? Yes. They have, they have the little babies. The little baby stars. The baby stars? Baby star pasta. Okay. Okay, and it's easy to make. You boil the little pasta in chicken or vegetable stock. You can make it as liquidy as you want or not as liquidy, whatever you want. Make the noodles. Add the butter, add the parmesan, and sit on the couch, eat it, cry, feel better, done. Boom. <laughs> okay. Yes. Let me go over this again. Star pasta. Yeah. Little star. Vegetable or chicken stock. Yep. Uh, parmesan. Yep. And butter? Yeah. And how much parmesan? Is it the dry parmesan? Is it the grating parmesan? What kind of parmesan am I putting just in? Just any. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure fresh is best. And you just... You know that trash that you buy that's in the aisle that's not even cold? Right. That always concerns me. I'm like, why is this hot? <laughs> okay, so you just boil cheese? the pasta, whatever, and then you add in butter, and you yeah. add, and then you throw in the Parmesan, like, yeah. as you're about to eat it? I'm sure it's, like, to taste. How do you want it? You want lots of cheese today? How are you feeling? Okay. And apparently, you're going to love this. It goes best with red wine. <laughs> oh. okay. I'm down. I'm cool with it. Same. I was obsessed a uh, long time ago. Uh, with the Jewish penicillin at Solly's. Yeah, Same thing. I want to try this. In a con- it was in a container. You okay. go in and they could just look at you. They knew you needed it. They could see. <laughs> and they're like, it's over there. Like, you have issues. There yeah. it is. The penicillin that you are looking for. And that was their old school chicken noodle soup. And it did. It made you feel so good. Did it? There is something. like I think studies have been done about soups, uh, especially like a chicken noodle soup. Why they mm-hmm. call it chicken noodle soup for your soul. Yeah. I mean, there's 80 five books about it. Yeah, they've done studies on it. There is something in there that actually physically makes you feel so good that you actually do feel good. They say the best way to have this feel-good soup, this this Italian penicillin soup, is for someone else to make it for you with love. So, like, you and I should make it for each other with okay. love, and okay. then we'll exchange it, and then when we're crying and PMSy, yeah, we hook it up. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, right? when are we going to do it? Um, I mean, it's easy. It's only four ingredients. But the key, we got to find the little star pasta. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll be on it. I'm going to look for my ingredients. I have it all, except for the star pasta. What kind of parm do you have? Really good one. Real? The real hard one. Yeah. The one you have to grate Grate? hard. Yeah, grate it hard, girl. I want that. (laughs) Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. What Rose regrets, as in Kate Winslet's regret from the Titanic. That's today's top biz story. I mean, you remember the Titanic. Stop. (laughs) 25 years ago, hey? 25th anniversary of the movie. I really need to let go, but I can't. Ironically. Let go. Okay. 
Okay, so what scene do you think Kate Winslet regrets from the Titanic? Mm, when she threw the necklace. Oh that gosh. ding dong. She's like, oh, is the old lady. I'm like, you idiot. Well, you know, that actually wasn't her scene. But you know, she but the character Rose. Okay, I was I like, know. oh, what a I no! Know. I understood oh, my God. the symbolism of Same. what she was trying to do. But like, could have could have could have helped a lot of hungry people. I know, or just, <laughs> just saying. like, yeah. I was like, are you serious? You cannot do that. And you kept it all this time. Remember, all she kept s- it in her pocket. She oh. survived the Titanic with all it in her time. pocket, and oh. then she's like, Ee. and then that's what I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, that is what uh, that was one of my biggest issues. Yeah. Okay, anyways, uh, what does Kate Winslet actually regret from the Titanic? Is the explicit scene when she is being sketched by Jack? Why? Yeah, she's like, yeah, I know. Uh, you've seen me naked plenty of times, but her biggest regret is the Titanic explicit scene. She said fans still approach her with copies of Jack's sketch to this day. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> it's like, yeah, she actually doesn't believe it was needed. She doesn't believe that scene was needed. Oh, it was needed. Come on, so she's like, sketch me like one of your French girls. I know, and she looked amazing. And you know what I loved? Her body had curves. Oh Whoa. yeah, yeah. She wasn't a waif. No. She had a normal body. I know. It was with amazing. Curves. It I was loved amazing. it. It was amazing. Mm. And just so you know, that thing Rose is floating on at the end of the Titanic was not a door. I promise I will never let go, Jack. Uh, I'll never let go. James Cameron says it was a piece of wood paneling from the first class cabin. He also did a forensic examination of whether or not both Rose and Jack could have survived on it. The debate is still coming up on an upcoming National Geographic special called Titanic 25 Years Later. It airs on February 5th. I still don't believe it. You're going to have to watch. She said, I'll promise I'll never let go. I know. You're going to have to watch February 5th. Mark in your calendar. And Guinness World Records said Elon Musk broke the record for the largest loss of personal fortune. He lost $182 billion. Wow. He lost $182 billion. The previous record holder lost $58.6 billion. This is from a very long time ago, I think like 20 years ago. Now, this is all from Forbes. Like I said, he lost it since November 2021. Most of the losses stem from like that poor performance of the Tesla stock. But I'm so confused because... Everybody's just driving Teslas. I don't understand. I know. I I think everyone waited a long time for them, and I don't think they're doing what people thought they were going to do. Oh, okay. I don't think there's... I don't want to say as cool as they used to be. Well, yeah. And Princess Diana's former butler, he has some stuff he wants to say about Prince Harry. Princess Diana's former butler, Paul Burrell, who knew the family quite well, says he no longer recognizes Prince Harry. He says... The one thing that Princess Diana would have wanted was Harry and William to be together. Mm. She would have always wanted Harry to be Prince William's wingman throughout this entire stuff of when he's going to be king and all the stuff he goes through. She always yeah. envisioned William, but then Harry right by his side. Oh, always. Boy. Brothers. Together. And that's what she always wanted. And he says, he says, the former butler, Paul Burrell, says that Meghan Markle is the reason that Prince Harry has changed. But has he changed for the better? I don't know. This is the question. He also says, Prince Harry, for someone who wanted to be so private his entire life, look what he's done. Look what he's snapped. He's He's, had, he's done. Given it all. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. It is brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School with two great locations, Port Coquitlam and Nira Science World. Visit VancouverYoungActorsSchool.com. Holly and Nira.
virgin. Does your ex owe you? Oh, I love this question. Yes. Do- <laughs> yes. Does your ex owe you? Do they owe you a moment? Do they owe you some time? Do they owe you for your closure? The reason this conversation is coming up is because of Miley Cyrus. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in sand. Her new song, Flowers, uh, is causing a lot of conversations because so many people are like, wait, is this about her ex-husband, Liam Hemsworth? Mm. And when you thought it was, and I told you in the biz yesterday, mm, we're pretty sure it is because she's wearing a dress in the video for Flowers, a dress that she wore on the red carpet of the Avengers many years ago when she was with Liam Hemsworth, and that was the night where you see him mouthing to her, can't you ever just behave? Okay? And Because Miley was being Miley, you know. Sure. Uh, anyway, she wore that dress. I think that's a message. In the video. Uh, definitely. Okay. Miley Cyrus allegedly has been trying to reach out to her ex-husband, Liam Hemsworth. Okay? She really needs some closure. She really needs some emotional healing. Mm. And she's really hoping that she can get that. She There's obviously stuff that she didn't get a chance to say or do or reveal. And she wants some of his time. And she hasn't quite apparently heard back from him or his people. So I was wondering, does Liam Hemsworth, does he owe that to her? Does he owe her a moment, some time? Does he owe her that closure? God. I mean, I don't think he does. Right? I know. It's a tough one. I don't think he owes her anything. But maybe she feels like she deserves it. I I have a hard time with this closure thing mm-hmm. because some people really, when they break up with someone, they have like a real like, let's sit down mm-hmm. and have like a post breakup meeting about what happened and let's be honest with each other and then go our separate ways. Like that is too mature for me, maybe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Too heavy. For too you. real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not for me. I'd well, rather just be like, bye. We've talked about this before because we, after a few drinks, I'll be honest, we've gotten into some deep conversations. Yeah. And a significant ex of yours has come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. And I've straight up asked you, like, don't you think maybe there was a few final words he may have wanted to say? And you're like, well, I it didn't, I couldn't, I didn't, it doesn't matter. I couldn't. Yeah, he wanted to, I didn't. Yes. But I was like, and I was straight up asking you, but as someone who's in such a serious relationship with someone, mm-hmm. don't you feel that you could just give that to them so they could have their closure? So they could <sighs> just be able to move on easier? But is that too much to ask for from the ex? I don't know. And why is it my situation? Why do I have to go through that? Something I don't want to go through to make this other person feel better who's not in my life anymore. Well, from th- okay, let's see if we just look at Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. Yes, please. Let's please. <laughs> please. please. Anybody but me. Uh-huh. If we go and look at them <laughs> and if the stuff is true, if you listen to the song Flowers and if you do believe that it was about a relationship, if you do believe that stuff happened on the Avengers red carpet, I feel he can give her some time if she needs to just say a few last things to him. She's clearly trying to say it through the song. But what is she gonna what does she want from him? What does I she don't expect know. is gonna happen? What if he's like screw you? Then like, what if he doesn't say what she wants? And then what? I think when it comes to you needing closure over something, you're not you have gotten to the point where you don't need them to say what you want. You just need them to hear you. So email him. Dude, that's different. What if she just needs to say a few last words? 
I can see that. I can totally see just needing to say the last few things so she can finally close the book. But will it will it be closed then? I don't know. I'm not her. We'll but just I do it. But I can, I can understand why she needs it. Mm. I can understand. I understand the concept of closure. Yeah, it's I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I really don't get it. I, and I don't, I hate feeling like it's my responsibility yeah. to sit down with somebody so they can tell me their final words. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> well, it's not their final words of life. <laughs> you never know. It's not. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. The reason to treat your friends like your man. You know how, like, in romantic relationships, you have certain expectations from your partner? Yes. You hopefully have a partner that knows your needs, knows your wants, knows how to make you feel seen and heard and loved. Well, psychologists say you need the same communication level with your friends that you have with your partner to have a very good friendship. Interesting. They say you need to treat your friends like your man. Communicate your needs. Sit down. Tell them what you need from them. Hear from them. What Ask them what they need from you. Mm-hmm. And that will take your friendship to the next level. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of thought maybe sometimes it may be the other way around. And I know you don't agree with this because you're a very foreign substance. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but like, sometimes you need to also treat your man like your friend because... Well, that's what every guy wants. No, because in some situations, I'll be honest, like you're cooler and more fun and easier going with your friends than you are with your man at home. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like I, okay, I see. What you're I'm saying. maybe kinder sometimes to my friends and let more things go with my friends that I don't let go with my partner because mm. I have higher expectations of my partner. But then if I take those same higher expectations that I have of my partner and then put them on my friends, my friends aren't going to be so fun anymore. Yeah, they might not be your friends anymore. That's my outlet sometimes. Well, the kids always screw with it too. If you have kids with somebody, if it's a partner, <laughs> yes. like that's a whole nother... That's what I'm saying, That's man. a whole other level of like, needs and expectations and all that. Like that's... Like when my friends say to my husband Gary like Nira is so much fun like we love it he's like uh huh yeah okay he's like what I know he's like sorry this Nira (laughs) yes I'm like I'm a really fun cool person you know I am right but with your partner there's so much more reality that's what it is and I think it's it's nice to use your friends as your escape sometimes from reality and that's why friendships you, you need those moments where you can kind of... It's escapism for me. But maybe that's the communication that you should be doing with your friends. Hey, just so you know, you guys are my escape. Oh, they know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yes. They know. Oh, for sure. We all we all talk about how it's so healthy because you just sometimes need that moment away. Right. We joke about it. We joke about... We, we do. We send each other memes of like what real life is really like at home right now. Yeah. And then what we act like when we see each other. But don't your friends like to sit down and have really serious conversations about like politics and world issues and stuff? Isn't that like what you guys sort of are into? Yeah, we do. The, I, the, I have certain groups. I know who I can talk about that stuff with. Okay. I, I know who to talk about what with, who to kind of get serious with, yeah, yeah, yeah. where heated debates can happen. Like I had yeah. a really interesting little like four minute heated debate with another mom yesterday afternoon. Right. She didn't back down. I didn't back down. But then we saw each other at the you know basketball game an hour later we're like hi okay okay thank you for not putting me in that group <laughs> thank you holly and nira holly and nira virgin radio a new word alert 
Love learning. Love learning new words. You love learning. I do. You're never too old or too young to learn. You know that, right? Okay. Okay, anyways, a new word alert. There was something that was said in front of me the other day, and I was like, I've never heard this before. (laughs) And I got all excited. It came out of the mouth of our producer, Darren. Darren, I don't know if you remember this or not, but the other day you said the word flanter. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Flanter. Now, Darren is Irish. Is this some Irish slang that she shouldn't be saying on the air? Please no. <laughs> say yes. Please say yes. Okay, you want me fired or what? <laughs> no. Okay, flanter. Well, tell us about flanter. And yeah, is it an Irish word? No, I think this is a universal term right now for flirty banter. Flirty banter. Ah, flirty, flirty banter. Banter is flanter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it yeah, sounds so I, better with an accent, though. I guess it's when you uh, are flirty with someone, but not really, really flirty. You're kind of, you know, making fun of them a little bit. So there's a bit of back and forth going there. So, this so it's banter. Flirty banter. F- flanter. 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 So this came up because I was saying to Holly she was being inappropriate with some of our listeners online. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> wow. This makes me look good. Oh, you were. I was not being inappropriate. I, I think said, you, you and I no. have a new fan, <laughs> shall I say. Okay. okay. Anyways, this fan, you know, made a couple of comments online. I just laugh things off or give it a little heart, like, you know, just like or just give a winky face or like an emoji. Yeah. And then Holly will go back and forth and back and forth. And then I I was saying to him, like, you need to stop because things will get out of control out of hand. Mm. And then Darren... He'll take it the wrong way. Yeah, he'll take it the wrong way or anyways. Then Darren is like, oh, it's okay. It's just some flanter. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you were partaking in flanter. A little oh, bit yeah. of teasing, yeah. but not, not overly, you know, flirty. Listen. But just putting the idea in this person's head that, hey, maybe something might happen. Okay, see? Yes, Darren. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to do. Because listen, Nira, uh-huh. we need people to listen to us. <laughs> we need okay. you so badly. We love you if you listen every day. That we will Bless sacrifice dignity, you. morals, boundaries. This is a new fan of the show. Yeah. And let me tell you, listen, he's got a crush on me and you and he crushes about me and you together. Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, he's, sorry, he's like, wow, do you guys live together? Like, no, no, we don't live together. Well, it is. And it is kind of funny because at the end of the day, um, we have discussed many times that with inflation, shrinkflation, mm-hmm. yeah, man. interest rates, it is so hard right now mm-hmm. and we need a side hustle. We have contemplated having a Holly and Nira OnlyFans page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but very like not, like just like, like, you know, chill. Yeah, like a PG OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, We're not going to make millions, but we'll no. make some, maybe we could pay for groceries every yes. month with our OnlyFans so, money. Darren, like Flanter, this Flanter business, would that be part of what we could do on our little side hustle? Yes, because on OnlyFans, part of the selling point is you can, you know, talk directly. Now, by the way, I'm not signed up to any. Sounds <laughs> like you know a lot about it. Not signed up okay. to anyone. Yeah, but yeah. part of the appeal is that you yeah. can talk to these people and they direct message you. They'll send you a, a personal photo. You pay extra for that. Yeah, so yeah. If you were to send a little photo of your feast or something, yeah, that's I'm a thing. Sure you'd make it's a lot like, of money. Yeah. It's like content that yeah. you can only get on yeah. OnlyFans. And I'm telling you, this person. <laughs> 
I bet yeah. you they're listening right now. They <laughs> would sign up day one, minute one. If I was like, hey guys, guess what? We're on okay. OnlyFans. I'm get first subscriber. Okay. We would have one for okay. sure. Okay. Now, we, the only I'm bringing this up only for a second here because I'm curious. Has nothing to do with anything. But are you a foot person, Darren? Like, are you into oh, well, feet? Side note. Uh, I'm not. Honestly, I'm okay. not. But I, I get the appeal. You do? Well, you know, I get how some people are into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Holly, would you be willing to... Yes. Set- <laughs> I, just, I didn't even ask. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Bad news. The Nira morphing might be starting. Did you start it with bad news? Bad news for me. Oh. I think I might be morphing into you. (laughs) Well, I do have a pretty significant impact on your life. Yes, you do. I'm around you a lot. We Mm. hang out a lot. lot. I look to you for a lot of things. I turn to you for advice. Mom, Mm. you have three kids. I only have two. Mm. Only? Only have two. Only. And you won't believe what my stylist told me about my hair. No, no. What? I think I have to cut it. What? Because I did the dramatic cut last year. You did the full dramatic cut. You cut it all off. All, all. Like, I like cut her like, neck had to be shaved. It yeah. was so short. We we did. We shaved the back of my you neck. went for it. Yeah. Looked amazing. Yeah. And uh, I think I took off like eight to 10 inches. Whoa. Eight, yeah. More, more. No, it was more. Maybe like 12 inches She was Rapunzel. Yeah. And now she's not. Mm-hmm. Well, I am morphing into a blonde because I have so many gray hairs. I'll be totally honest, straight up. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning, because I've always been a brunette, but as a blonde, if you put bleach in your hair, guess what? It fries it. Fries it. And guess what happens? Your hair breaks. Breaks. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why is my hair breaking? This has never happened before. My stylist is like, your hair is too long and too heavy. Oh, it's too much pressure. cut it. Too much pressure on your strands. My strands are feeling the pressure. You're stressing out your strands. And so my nice long hair... Uh, I mean, I'm not okay with it. I my hair. I'm. It's probably one of my many issues, but mm-hmm. I have a thing about my hair. I don't want to cut it. You remind and me. And I think it it makes you and I different. Well, I had long hair too for a very long time. Yeah. And so did you. Yeah. Different that, though. You have curly, beautiful, voluminous hair. You have beautiful I have basic hair too. Straight, basic straight. No, it's not basic straight. It's good straight <laughs> hair. Right. Um, but you do remind me a little bit of Jennifer Aniston with this hair talk. Okay. Because okay. that is her thing as well. Jennifer Aniston relies heavily on who she is based on her hair. Mm. And I don't know if you guys remember, it did start because of the whole Rachel cut. You remember yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she like rose to stardom and everybody wanted the Rachel cut. Not just because it was Rachel, but the cut. It was the cut. And then um, she slowly just became known for what hairstyle she's going to do. Mm. And then do you remember when it got announced, you know, like the season where she got pregnant? Yes. And she had the super short hair? Mm-hmm. Uh, she apparently Jennifer Aniston says she bald almost every day. God, when she had the super short hair, because she didn't realize how much she had connected herself to her hair. But I think this is a good form of release. You need to realize you have an ide- I, you have an identity, not just because of your hair. Mm. You need to release. You need to maybe let go. You got to do the cry. 
I do remember there was a time where you did cut your hair quite short. You yeah. also cried a lot. I cried a lot. I hated it. I was like, this is crazy. But I look back at pictures. I was looking a couple days ago because I'm like, I've got to look mm-hmm. at pictures when I had shorter hair because I think this is going to have to happen whether I and like it or not. Was it that bad? No. Then? And my husband was like, I actually really liked your hair that length. I thought it looked really hot. I was like, mm, okay. Which, which husband? Excuse me. Excuse me. Holly and Nira. Bad mood. Good news. Because you had a bad day. Now, before I tell you exactly what's going on here, this is a study that was done. If you're in a bad mood today, dude, I know it sucks. I was having some really bad days a few weeks ago. Mm. Ugh, couldn't figure them out. Bad, just bad, especially this time of the year. They say it's just, it's an increase in bad mood, having just some bad days. Well, you want your doctor, if you're about to go in for surgery, to be in a really bad mood. You want them to be in a bad mood? Mm -hmm. Because new research, it shows that people who are in bad moods perform detail-orientated tasks better than anybody else. Really? People in negative moods whether they're angry or they're sad or just just not having a good day, are more careful and more analytical than people who are in good moods. Okay? According to this brand new study, all the research that have, research that has been done says mood and language are supported by different brain networks. So there's lots of interactions that are constantly going on, okay, inside your brain. So this is way more, whatever. There's stuff that's going on, chemical stuff that's going on in your brain when you're having a bad day. Okay. But whatever that chemical is, it's going to make you more task-orientated if you can get yourself to that task. Hmm. It's going to make you more detail-orientated if you are working on something. Make you more analytical if you are working on something. Interesting. And you're more likely to re-analyze a situation if you're in a bad mood. Hmm. You said bad mood and negative mood. Same thing for the study. Yeah, bad mood, negative mood, hmm. bad day. Like any of those kind of feelings that you might kind of be having. Yeah. It, if you have a detail-orientated task or detail-orientated job or whatever it may be, hmm. you're going to perform better that day. And that's why I say, if you can get to it, because sometimes your moods are so bad, you're having a really bad day that it's even Mm -hmm. hard to kind of manage at all, right? We've all been there. I do, um, when I'm in a bad mood, which is so rare, Mm -hmm. when I'm in a negative headspace, again, Mm -hmm. very rare, Mm -hmm. I turbo clean my house. Okay. And that is how my husband knows something's up. Like, he'll come home and he's like... Oh, God, she's yeah. dusting the blinds again. Yeah. She's got the baby wipes out. She's doing all the, uh, what's it called, the, at the bottom um, when the there's boards? dust on the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, Whatever my gosh. Called. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the bo- baseboards. Baseboards. Holy smokes, I thought I was the only one who did that. Did it. Oh, my gosh. I get into Do this it. weird space sometimes with my brain, and then I'm yep. like, I need to clean my baseboards. And yes. there's that little top part where there's like a millimeter. Yeah. And then and and if go, you can get in the corner. I go around the entire house. Yeah. And then I see how much dust comes off, and I get a... Like, I get a... I, I yeah. actually get good brain release yes. from that. Oh, my oh gosh. My God. I thought I was the only one who did that. You and I have nothing in common. Except, except baseboard, baseboard dusting. Oh, see? Wow. We're not. We're, we're not happy now. <laughs> Holly and Nira.